This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Fury, yes. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch. This is a new episode of Leroy Fury cast. This is episode, uh, 100 and four. Uh, episode 104 of Leroy Fury Cast. Hello, how are you all doing today? I'm doing fine. Uh, I watched three movies. I watched three movies. I watched three movies. I watched uh, Cocaine Bear. I watched The Whale. And I finished another movie. What movie did I finish? I finished a movie. What the fuck did I finish, bro? I finished, let me see, uh, it was on The Flicks, Critical Thinking, Critical Thinking, John Leguizamo, I may need to learn chess, because I, I saw Critical Thinking, I watched, um, I saw Critical Thinking, I saw Fresh, when I was coming up younger, I saw the movie Fresh, starring Samuel Jackson, and uh, Sean Nelson, I think his name is, the guy that plays the main character Fresh. And also saw Queen of Katwe. Queen of Katwe. That's a really good movie. It's a Disney film starring Lupita Nyong'o and David Oyelowo. But yes, I saw um, Critical Thinking was the best movie I saw out of the last three. Cocaine Bear, The Whale, and Critical Thinking. Completely different movies. Um, Critical Thinking was basically about a bunch of like young uh, bad kids in Miami. Uh, Latin and Nubian. So black and brown, and uh, they were all living in Miami, and it's a true story. Like I didn't know at the end of the movie, like oh, these are all real people who exist. Like Mr. Martinez is a real guy, and all of the students were real people. And like holy shit, it's such a good movie. It's really good, and it's not a white savior movie. It's like John Leguizamo is a savior. He's Latin, and the students are the kids. Like he's literally saving the kids. It's not a white savior. Like, it's a fucking, like, actual good movie that you need to check out. Critical Thinking. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, watch Critical Thinking. It's so good. Michael K. Williams is in it. It was one of his last movies. Not his last movie, but one of his last movies. His last movie was, um... What's your movie called? Um, what the fuck is it called? His last movie was called, um... Breaking, starring John Boyega. A really good movie as well. But yeah, dude, Critical Thinking is dope. Watch Critical Thinking. It's really cool. Uh, it's fucked up how, like, uh, like the life that the kids have to live. Like, it's one kid who didn't speak English, and he bumped into this girl and broke her on Walkman. I guess it, the movie t- took place in, like, 1990-something. So, like, the kid breaks the um, girl's Walkman by bumping into her. And she's like, yo, what the fuck? You buy me another one. You buy me another one. He was like, I don't know. I blow English. No, I blow English. And then the dude got out of the car like, yo, we got a problem, Chandra? And he said, pop, problem no more. And he shot the guy in the head and killed him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Florida. Florida's crazy. Like I said last week, shout out to the women of Florida. But, yeah, Florida's crazy. Uh, spooky. Spooky crazy. Space Ghost Perp once said it's spooky. I guess the Miami part is spooky. Uh, it's midnight, by the way. It's midnight. I also watched The Weeknd live at the Lo-Fi Stadium on HBO. He's the best. He's the GOAT. Weekend's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. He is my favorite artist of all time, probably. 
He like my favorite guy. He keeps hitting, 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 and not missing. He's really good. He's my favorite. And I'll say it. We both have nappy hair, and we're the same height. All right. <laughs> the weekend's the man. He's the man. Truly is the man, bro. It's so like it's heartwarming. It's funny. The kids are like they misbehave a lot. They like fight and they get angry and they curse and they sell weed at one point so they can get themselves to the nationals and the finals of the chess championship. It's about kids playing chess. It's really intelligent. Really good movie. Super dope. It's good acting. So good. I'm trying to get my teeth white. If you're watching the video, I'm trying. They're not quite there yet. I'm trying to get my teeth uh, political. Straight and white. <laughs> yeah, whatever. My teeth are already straight. I just gotta get them white. Yeah, I'm not gonna brush my teeth with bleach, though. I'm not gonna put bleach in my mouth. That's crazy. Never bleach your teeth. You might ruin your enamels. Something like that. But uh, I watched Cocaine Bear as well. I watched Cocaine Bear. Fun movie. Exciting. Exhilarating. A uh, little slow in parts. Not gonna critique it too much. Not gonna give it a rating. I'm not a critic. I'm a watcher, lover of movies. I'm not gonna talk about something that I hate. If it's a convoluted message, then maybe I'll give you the convoluted review. But I will not do that. I will give you the positives of the movie. Aside from the slowness, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. was good. Uh, the guy that played Han Solo was good. Both of them were in Star Wars too. I think the name. Uh, Old and Aaron Reich, he was good at it. Him and uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who's in Obi Wan, another cool show. Shout out to Moses Ingram. Uh, but yeah, dude, um, Fred Liotta's last movie, his actual last thing, fucking crazy. Such a crazy movie. The bear was a black bear, it wasn't a grizzly. It was really cool. I like black bears because you could like fight them in real life. If you have to, I they're like territorial, but uh, it's not really much to get into. Cocaine Bear, the EMT scene is really good. The EMT scene is so good. Scott Sykes, comedian from Baltimore, he's the EMT in that scene. It's really good. Margot Martindale and the Asian lady, um, all three of them, like, spoiler alert, the bear who was on cocaine fucked them up. It's a good movie. I'm not going to spoil it. Watch it on your own. Really cool movie, Cocaine Bear. Uh... Elizabeth Banks did a good job with this because like, as she did Pitch Perfect 2 which is her greatest work it's the greatest Pitch Perfect movie of all three of the trilogy uh, at some point in time I might get around to watching Bumper in Berlin if I feel like it but also I might not you never know I might watch Bumper in Berlin it's like 6 episodes well how long are the episodes let me look that up if it's 30 minute episodes yeah if it's 45 minute episodes Fudge off. I'm not watching that much uh, TV right now for that show. Let me see. Bumper in Berlin. And I know um, Flulaborg is in it. Flulaborg. He's He played Javelin in the Suicide Squad. He's also on um, Bumper in Pitch Perfect. Bumper in Berlin. Ah, I got renewed for a second season. Alright. Adam Devine, da, 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 31 minutes, I'm going to watch it, 6 episodes, I might download it right now, it's on Peacock, yeah, you can download stuff on Peacock, Bumper Allen, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch it, Dot Sound Machines in it, <laughs> yeah, 
thought Song Machine was banned after a public lip syncing battle. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Bumper in Berlin. I'm definitely. Ah! Developed by Megan Amram and Elizabeth Banks. Alright. Like I said, Elizabeth Banks got some good shit. Uh, she did Pitch Perfect 2. She did Charlie's Angel. And then she did Cocaine Bear. Like, that's fucking cool. That's really good. Shout out to Elizabeth Banks. She's making good choices. Good, uh, creative choices. Who's hosting SNL next week? Let me look that up. If it's someone I want to see, then I'll announce it right here. And if it's someone I don't care about, then I will remain silent. Let me see. The weekend concert was so good, bro. Yeah, this one started on October 1st, 2022. And next week's host and musical guest is... Oh, Ooh, March 11th, Jenna Ortega. I'm definitely want to see. Her. She's cool. She played Wednesday Adams. Yeah, March 11th, Jenna Ortega's hosting. That's gonna be good. Yeah, that's good. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely watching that. Ooh, musical guest next week. Oh, I like that white girl. I'm not gonna say her name. I'm not here to lust after white women, but. Uh, this dude, yeah, he's the one. Is he? Yeah, that's the guy everyone says he's the. He got that dog in him. He goes hard. Yeah, two-time Super Bowl champion. That's good. Good for him. Big motherfucker. But yeah, I'm definitely watching the March 11th. Hell, oh, next Saturday is Chris Rock. That's what next Saturday is. March 4th, Chris Rock's live comedy special. I better not get fucking booked for that either. I better not get booked on March 4th. I want to see the live comedy special. A lot. Chris Rock's on a live comedy. I think it's called Public Selective Outrage, something like that. Yeah, that's gonna be good, bro. Chris Rock. Fuck yeah, that's gonna be cool as shit, man. That's gonna be so cool. Let me see. Discography, stand up specials. Tambourine was really good. Tambourine was tight. Yeah, I like Tambourine. Tambourine, Total Blackout Edition, like 90 minutes long. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, bro, that's tight, man. Chris Rock's got his special coming out next week. His new special on Netflix. It's on Netflix. They put anything on that app. There's so much content on that app, and it's crazy. I'm watching Bill Burr, um, Immoral Compass right now. Emmy nominated. It's playing on my TV. It's pretty funny. Bill Burr is great. Watch his Philadelphia rant. If you get a chance, it's really good. It's practically flawless. He shits on the audience for booing all the other comics like Don Marrero. And then he wins it back and they love him again. It's so crazy. Shout out to Bill Burr. My favorite comedian right now, probably. Someone said that he's the prior of our generation and Chappelle is the Carlin. I say, shut the fuck up and enjoy who we have now. And stop comparing them to other people. and Just enjoy what we have now. Who my top five favorite comedians right now? Ray Grady, uh, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, and I'm only giving you three. I don't have to give you five. I do what I want to do. You get three. Gun to your head, you gotta name five. Well, there's no gun to my head. And if there was a gun to my head, i say pull the trigger. I want to see what happens. So, frig off. Well, what time is it? Oh, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, you fucking shithead. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> See, I have a rag somewhere in here. Wipe my camera off. I just sneezed right into my camera. 
I got this tank top I found on the bus. Tank top, better bus. Let me see. There we go. Blow my nose on it. It's a tank top for women, but I'm not a woman, so I use it to blow my nose on it. And occasionally jizz. <laughs> You can always find rags and t-shirts and rag-like materials when you're out and about, just minding your business. Uh, I mean, I, been, I, did a, I had a good day today. I walked like 10 miles in the past like couple of days. I walked like 10 miles this week. I walked 7 yesterday. Maybe even, no, I definitely walked more than 10 miles. I think I walked 10 miles yesterday. Yeah, over the past 20 over the past 48 hours, I definitely walked like at least, no, past 48 hours, hold on, let me see, uh, yeah, over the past 48 hours, fuck it, let's say over the past, uh, 50 plus hours, what's another one, what's another one, Is it 60 hours, 60, 24, I'm going 24, holy shit, what am I going, my math is all off. See, 24, 48, and 24 plus 48 is 68, and plus 4, that's 72 hours. Over the past 72 hours, I definitely walked more than, like, 12 or 13 miles. Definitely. It's midnight Saturday right now, but it's midnight, Saturday night, midnight, Sunday morning. But on Saturday, which was a couple hours ago, literally 10 hours ago, I left the house because I was hungry and I went to the grocery store. And, uh, yeah, I walked and bought some healthy food. I didn't have any healthy food in the house. I didn't have any fruits and vegetables. So I said, I got to get some fruits and vegetables. I can't just eat the beans and rice and the potato chips I have in the house. I got to go out and get something healthy. And that's what I did. I went outside and I got some healthy foods. Came back in the house, took a shower, because I still had the sweat on me from last night's seven-mile walk. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I walked a lot of miles. I ate some healthy food. I'm, my body's doing good. You know, my dick works. My brain's functioning well. I don't need any kind of psychotherapy or psychiatrist. I don't need Dr. Melfi. You know, my mother, you know, uh, my mother, she, she did a lot to me, you know. She did a number on me, psychologically, you know. Yeah. Come on, Uncle John. Shot me in the stomach. Dr. Melfi, hello. Vito, he your Whatever. What that Felipe Esparza? Uh yeah. But uh, uh I did. I watched Cocaine Bear and I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie to watch. Fun movie to view. Pretty darn cool. I like what I saw in it. But um uh I also uh, enjoyed um, The Whale. I watched The Whale. Brendan Fraser, The Whale. Oh, that movie made me eat healthy. I said, yo, I got to go outside and walk to get these groceries. I have to go outside and walk to get groceries. I watched The Whale. And spoiler alert for The Whale. Uh, basically, he's a teacher who teaches online classes. He's 600 pounds. Spoiler alert for the whole movie. He's 600 pounds. His name's Charlie. And he's 600 pounds because his boyfriend had committed suicide. And he was sad. So he started binge eating because he wanted to die too. But instead of just putting like a round to his cranium and going. And just ending it all immediately. He um. Yeah man. 
you know, he, uh, <laughs> he said, I'm just going to eat everything. And like, he basically abandoned his daughter, which is 18, which is eight years old with her mother. He abandoned the mother and the daughter because he fell in love with one of his students, a guy. And then his daughter now 17 in the movie, Sadie Sink, who did a great fucking job. She was on The Glass Castle on Stranger Things. She played Max on Stranger Things. I love Sydney. Sadie Sink's one of my favorite fucking actors. She's so fucking good. Yeah, she's really good in Stranger Things. She's in season two with Billy. That was cool, her brother Billy. <coughs> but, um, yeah, man, uh, The Whale is the scene. He, he gets in an argument with his daughter's mother, baby mama. And she's like, yo, why don't you go to the hospital? You're 600 pounds. He's like, I'm dying. I am going to die. She's like, go to the hospital. and help you. No, I can't go to the hospital. He's like, yes, you can. He's like, I don't have health insurance. He's like, you have $100,000 in the bank. He said, that money's for my daughter. I want to give it to her. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You're just going to let yourself die. And he's like, I have to give her the money. I want to know at least I did at least one thing right. I did one good thing, and he's crying and screaming, like, oh, my God. And then, like, after they have that argument, him and the daughter's mother, him and his daughter's mother, he has an argument. And then after that argument, she leaves the house, and he just orders a pizza. Every day he orders a large pizza. Every day he orders two large pizzas. He eats two large pizzas a day. He earned every fucking pound, all 600 and, like, the pizza guy's name is Dan, and he never sees him. He just says, all right, Charlie, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up? Just, I left the money in the mailbox. Just leave the pizzas, and I'll get it later on. He's like, okay. And he just says hi to him every day. and says, hey, are you okay? Are you all right? He says, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. He said, my name's Dan. I delivered you every day. I never see your face. He said, hey, Dan, I'm Charlie. And that's how they meet, basically. And then, like, an hour and 33 minutes into the movie, they he argues with the, um his daughter's mother, baby mama, and the movie like hour fifty, so it was like twenty minutes left. Eighteen minutes maybe, seventeen minutes maybe. So like um Yeah, like alright, this is the climax. And at the beginning of the movie he's with his um caretaker who's a woman played by Hong Chow, who has revealed that her father ran the church that led to her brother who was dating Charlie to commit suicide. So that's like a big spoiler in the movie. And um She's telling this new dude, played by Ty Simpkins, who keeps coming to the house. He says he works for that church that the father led that made his boyfriend commit suicide. New life. They've got to convert people into following the Lord like it's a cult or something like that. And, yo, it's fucking like, the movie's so good and well written and well thought out and well directed. Brendan Fraser should get an Oscar. He should get it, but I don't fuck with the Oscars, so they might not give it to him. It made me not want to eat bad food. It made me want to eat very healthy. It made me want to do push-ups and jumping jacks and all types of workouts and stuff. Going on long walks. It made me want to get my life together. I'm not even a fat person. I'm very in great. I'm in great shape. I eat healthy. I drink nothing but water. But it made me want to just up the echelon on the health. Like just go crazier with the health. Get even more healthy. Because at the beginning of the movie, she has a bucket of chicken. The caretaker. Who is his uh, ex-boyfriend, his dead boyfriend's sister? She gave him a bucket of chicken. He just like, just start eating the chicken. And the way they have him eating is gross. Like eating isn't gross. People eat food all the time, but the way they have it, like you can hear his teeth sinking into it. He got these thick Quasimodo fingers, and his fucking teeth are kind of like he has straight teeth, but they're kind of like 
when he bites, it's like they feel gappy, like it's a bunch of gaps in between each. It feels like that when you watch them eat, like it's just like, like it's kind of gross, oh, so nasty. And then, but anyway, fast forward to the hour and thirty three minutes. His daughter shits on him the whole time. She's a fucking sociopath. The daughter, she's a psychopath. She takes pictures of his, her dad, puts it online, and says. How long do you think he's got until he's gonna die? And she just takes pictures of people all the time. Just everywhere she goes, she pulls her phone out and just keeps taking pictures. And she completely does the guy from New Life Church dirty, wrong as fuck. Makes him smoke weed when he's talking. She records him talking and then releases the audio and sends it to his parents because his parents know that he ran away. Like, she's like a horrible person, but like, and I'm not blaming her father. She's horrible on her own. Like, the. Sadie Sink is so good at the character, but that character is such a fucking cunt. She's such a bitch. She's so fucking mean, that character, dude. Allie, whatever her name is, I don't fucking care about her fucking red-headed prick. Sadie Sink did a great job, but the character is such a fucking asshole. Just so fucking evil. Just, ooh, and her dad ain't shit. He's just like, well, that's just our guitar. And he's basically doing her homework for her, and he's paying her and shit like that. But... Yeah, hour 33 minutes, him and the baby mama yell, and he said, I just want to do one thing right, I just want to do one thing right, but, but before I died, basically, and when she leaves, he gets upset, and he orders the pizza, and Dan comes, the pizza guy, and he leaves the money in the mail, he leaves the money in the mailbox for Dan, and Dan leaves the pizza on the bench, and then Charlie rolls in his wheelchair out to the door, to get the pizza and it's raining. They're in like Idaho, so you don't need a lot of money to live in Idaho. You could just sit in the house and eat all day as long as you got a normal steady income of a fucking English teacher or professor in college, who knows. But basically his fat ass rolls out on the wheelchair and when he goes to get the pizza he looks to his left and he sees Dan the pizza guy and Dan goes, Oh like and he sees and he runs downstairs like he finally saw Charlie and then Charlie's mad, he's like motherfucker betrayed me saw me fat so then charlie goes in the house with his two large pizzas he puts one box on the ground then takes another box takes two slices out and just goes hum 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 and start eating the two slices and it's like oh shit this is how he got that weight and then he throws the pizza box on the ground takes a couple of more bites out of the two slices puts it on his fucking gut like he's just sitting he just lays it on his stomach pull out his laptop and he talks to his students on zoom but he blurs his face out he said my camera doesn't work so you can't see me so then he basically goes on the fuck he logs into his school where he works for and says fuck the curriculum fuck these readings fuck all this dumb bullshit just write something that's fucking honest which is basically saying yo i'm about to die so i'm saying what i want to say to my job i don't give a fuck like if i i'm talking how i want to talk so he does that and then after he does that he just closes the laptop, and he's still pissed, so he's eating more. He goes to the kitchen, rolls to the kitchen, and he fucking pulls out a fucking loaf of bread, takes two slices out, dumps all the bread out of the bag, takes two slices, puts some potato chips on the bread, and then he closes it, and has a potato barbecue chip sandwich, takes a jar of jelly, dumps some of the jelly on the sandwich, and just goes, hum, hum, hum. And in the next clip, he just going straight up vomiting in the fucking trash can. And it's nasty as shit. And it's like, oh my god. It makes you want to eat right. It makes you want, that movie makes you want to eat right. And it's deeper than just him being fat. Like, he's so big. He just, it's just mentally, like, how do you get like that? Like, I'm mentally healthy. 
and I eat a junk food from time to time, but I'm not like binge eating, going crazy, just like when I was younger, I, the nastiest shit I used to eat regularly every Saturday, my parents would leave me home alone every Saturday, and like the Saturday that I stayed home when I got hungry, I took two slices of bread, buttered them, toasted them, put some cheese on the toast on each slice, cooked two burgers, cooked two slices of bacon, and fried two slices of bologna. And I put the bacon, the bologna, and the burger on each one. One slice of each on each piece of bread with the cheese and the toast. And I close it. And I had ketchup and barbecue sauce in the middle of it. And I just eat that. And then I eat that and wash it down with a can of fucking grapes or orange soda. Mostly grape. Grape soda delicious. And I ate that. And I never got fat as shit. Cause I was young, my metabolism was crazy. Now I'm 29, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even eat meat anymore. I haven't eaten meat in like 1,200 days. I count it. Unless you count vagina, I eat vagina, but it's only me that eat. Yeah, that's about it. But like, so nasty. Like eating like that is so. And I don't even watch 600 pound. Like the closest I get to watching 600 pound, I watch hoarders all day. But the closest I get to watching 600 pound life is Justin Whitehead. Yelling at them on YouTube, like, Goddamn, put that goddamn chicken down. You don't need that goddamn chicken. What the fuck? What the hell are you eating all that goddamn shit for? Goddamn, you already big as fuck. Like, yelling at people, and it's hilarious how angry he gets and yells at them, You fat fuck. That's funny to me. Justin Whitehead, so funny. Look him up. He's a stand up comedian, probably. Very good, very funny. Oh, damn, dude. Oh, I want to read something. Uh, I want to read the premise for uh, Fast and Furious 6 because it's so fucking funny. And it's the last good Fast and Furious movie, in my opinion. Like, the last really good one. I like, holy shit, this movie's awesome. <clears throat> Since Dom, Vin Diesel, and Brian's Paul Walker, Rio heist toppled a kingpin's empire and left their crew with a hundred million dollars. Our heroes have scattered across the globe, but their inability to return home and living forever on the lamb have left their lives incomplete. Meanwhile, Hobbs, Dwayne Johnson, has been tracking an organization of lethally skilled mercenary drivers across 12 countries, whose mastermind, Luke Evans, is aided by a ruthless second-in-command revealed to be the love Dom thought was dead, Letty Michelle Rodriguez. The only way to stop the criminal outfit is to outmatch them at street level. So Hobbs asked Dom to assemble his elite team in London. Payment? Full pardons of all of them, for all of them, so they can return home and make their families whole again. Family. And I saw this funny uh meme right here. Trash can Paul posted it. <laughs> it says female woman per Son, like a son, Hugh, man, like a man, a son, man, and male. Dishwash her. <laughs> Dishwash her. It's, uh, that's funny. Dishwash her. That's pretty funny. But yeah, um, 1960s Molecule Man. Owen Reese was a timid child from Brooklyn, New York, who obsessively clung to his mother. He grew into a weak willed adult made bitter and lonely by his mother's death and full of fear and hatred of what he regarded as a deeply unfriendly world. 
Reese became a lowly laboratory technician working at a nuclear plant owned by the Acme Atomics Corporation. He was disgruntled by his job's long hours and low pay. One day, Reese accidentally activated an experimental particle particle generator which bombarded him with an unknown form of radiation. The radiation had a mutagenetic effect on Reese, releasing his potential for psionic powers on a cosmic scale. Reese could now control all matter, even down to the molecular level, and all energy. The radiation also left markings resembling lightning bolts across Reese's face. Reese named himself the Molecule Man as his, after his power to control molecules. The tremendous forces released by the accident also opened a wormhole between Earth dimensions and the dimension containing the immensely powerful entity later known as the Beyonder. During the following years, the Beyonder observed Earth and its multiverse through the interdimensional pinhole. The day after the accident, the president of Acme Atomics fired Reese for his carelessness, not even knowing the, his name after his 12 years of work there. Didn't even know his fucking name. Angered Molecule Man covered the president and his desk with ice that he formed from molecules in the air. Reese became a criminal and set out to use his powers to take revenge on a world he believed had belittled and persecuted him. However, Reese's self-doubt, fear, and self-hatred subconsciously restricted his powers. He believed he was unable to affect organic molecules and that his power resided in the metal wand. <clears throat> in a metal wand. Uata, the Watcher, oh, Jeffrey Wright's character, recognized the threat that the Molecule Man posed and alerted the Fantastic Four. The Molecule Man easily defeated the Fantastic Four, forcing them to retreat. He created a gas barrier around Manhattan Island, saying the people would be trapped until the Fantastic Four were brought to him. Mr. Fantastic, realizing Reese had only affected inorganic molecules, had Alicia Masters lure him to the apartment with the Fantastic Four flare. The Fantastic Four pretended to be the statues by covering themselves with plaster. When Reese found himself unable to affect the statues, he dropped his wand in shock, allowing Mr. Fantastic to grab it. The Watcher transported the Molecule Man to confinement in an <coughs> in an other dimensional world where time passed at an accelerated rate. Now that was Molecule Man for the 1960s. Here's 1970s. Believing himself unable to escape, Reese created a humanoid construct to serve as his companion and through unknown means endowed it with consciousness. Reese let the construct believe itself to be his son. Before dying, Reese transferred his consciousness and powers into the wand his son carried. Not bound by human limitations, the construct known as the New Molecule Man escaped the Earth in an attempt to avenge his father for the New Molecule Man batted both man battled both Man-Thing, Fred, and the Thing of the Fantastic Four, dependent on the metal wand to maintain his existence in this dimension. The new Molecule Man disintegrated <coughs> when the wand was taken from him. However, the consciousness and powers of the original Molecule Man remained within the wand, and the Molecule Man could overpower the minds of whoever touched the wand and take control of their bodies. He took mental he took mental possession of Cynthia McKellen 
and threw, uh, and threw her battle to Iron Man, Molecule Man, then took metal, <laughs> mental possession of Aaron Stanky and Mr. Fantastic. And so far, that's all I downloaded from Molecule Man. And that is what I will be reading on stage from now on when audience members decide to film my sets. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read about Molecule Man when fucking stupid, shitty, bitch ass, pieces of garbage, drunk audience members decide to film my sets. Why are you filming me? Just enjoy the motherfucking show. If you heckle me, I'm gonna call you all the names under the book. I don't care what ethnicity you are, what culture you're from, what your sexual orientation is. I'm going to say bad things to you because you're bothering me. And if you start filming me while I'm doing my set, I'm gonna stop all my jokes. I'm gonna tell you, hey, I don't like being filmed. Please don't film me. And if they keep filming me regardless, I'm gonna say, you know what? Let's read some Molecule Man. And I'm gonna read all of that shit I just read to y'all that bored you to death. That's what the fuck I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read about Molecule Man. Cause I'm fucking sick of this shit. It's a fucking comedy show. It's not a concert. It's not a circus. Put your goddamn phones down. Just enjoy the show. If you don't like the jokes, that's fine. Just plug your ears up. Or listen to some music or something. Everyone has headphones. Oh my god. It really grinds my gears, man. It really gets me mad. I'm just gonna start reading Molecule Man. And I'm gonna read the premise for Fast and Furious 6. That's what I'm gonna do. Cause you don't wanna hear my jokes. Cause you're filming me. Oh, you filming me? Don't film me. I told you I don't like being filmed. I said put the phone down. You still filming me? You know what? You get no jokes now. I'm not going to do crowd work. I'm not going to riff. Because you're bothering me. And you just like, I did a fucking Spongebob impersonation. And three audience members pulled their phones out. And instead of complaining about that problem, I got a solution. Read about Molecule Man. Just read about Molecule Man. That's all you got to do. Bore them to death drive a fucking knife through their fucking ego and just twist the blade twist the blade twist the blade just keep twisting the blade is this the girl from um the weekend video false alarm oh she left two babies at the fire station for immoral compass that's crazy that is her though that's the girl from uh blind and light <laughs> false alarm Hey, 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 false alarm. <laughs> the video they Rob Banks. Oh, and they leave the baby at another gas station. So if you leave a baby at a gas station, what does that do? Because Walter White did that. He left Holly at a gas station. When he ran away from Skyler and Flynn. Walt Jr. Call himself Flynn. Skyler and Flynn. I'm respectful. And yeah, I'm respectful. Yeah. I'm glad I ain't got no kids. I'm 29 years old, doing my own podcast. Midnight, 1248. February. Is it February or February? Not February. It's February. There we go. Uh, always remember, if you're listening to this, you can always cut off your family members. You can always cut off relatives. If you have the means to get away from them, use that shit. Stay away from them and cut them the fuck off. Block them, block them, block them on everything. <clears throat> Cut off all contact. I learned it from Dante Nero. If someone jeopardizes your happiness, they lose all access to you. 
Like he talked about how these guys that went went to a um Patriots game and they threw beer around our test <coughs> and all that, you know, to the palace, pieces of shit, and they took the season ticket away. Now you can't come to any more games. That's what happened then. You act up, you lose access. That's my whole motto. If you fucking do me dirty or jeopardize my happiness in any way, you lose access to me. You lose access. Unless you're paying me. If you're compensating me, I'll stick around a little longer. But outside of that, I'm probably not going to be around. You're not going to see very much of me. Because money isn't everything. It's a lot, but it's not everything. And if you fuck with me in that waveform of fashion, I will stop whatever. Unless there's money involved. If there's money involved, I might stick around a little longer. But if there's not, I'm out of there. I'm fucking out. I'm out, baby. Uh, this is a. I'm wearing a hat with holes in through the eyes and the mouth and the nose. Oh, this the eyes and the nose. The eyes and the mouth. There's a hat that has eyes like a ski mask, like a um a goon mask. Like I'm a goon. Hey, give me your wallet. Touch. I'm taking your wallet and your watch. Give me your push. Give me the ring and the pearl necklace too. I'm wearing one of those right now. But I have my hair sticking through it so it look crazy. I think it looks nice. It looks like I'm wearing a hat with a wig on top of some sort. But uh, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with what I'm wearing on my body. And if anyone's got a problem with it, they can suck a bug. See that? See how nice and smooth and cool that is? I like it. It's pretty darn dope. I should wrap the podcast up right there. Leroy Fury Cast episode 104. Uh, the weekend's concert was great. Let me see whales, bears. I didn't really talk about cocaine bear too much because you know what a bear is and you know what cocaine is. So you know what a bear and cocaine could do in a crazy movie. It's like a thriller. It's like a dark comedy thriller. I didn't laugh that much. But some cool scenes in it. The EMT scene was fucking golden. Some of the best directing ever. Shout out to uh, Elizabeth Banks. That scene was dope. That was a really good, well-directed scene. Carrie Russell's in there like her. The two little kids are funny. The little boy's hilarious. Doing cocaine. <laughs> Children. So, eating it like... <sighs> yeah, that's nasty. But we're high now. <laughs> they didn't even snort it. That's funny. They didn't even snort a line. I'm glad I don't do drugs. I'm too cute to be getting high. Somebody might try to take advantage of me and lick my toes. So I play with my hair. People love to touch your hair. Who you knows crazy? People, people try to touch my hair and I'm, not, and I'm not fucking them or paying them to do my hair. Like I'm not paying you to do my hair and we're not having sex. Why are you touching my hair? Don't touch my hair. I literally growl. There's literally someone. I'm not going to say any names, but there's someone who I'm cool with. His girlfriend touched my hair, and I went, <sighs> like, why are you touching my hair? I'm not fucking you. You know the guy you're fucking is cool with me. Why are you touching my hair? Do not touch my hair. You're literally fucking a guy that I'm cool with. Like, stop that. Don't touch my hair. Unless I'm, unless you're, if you're not a black woman who I'm having sex with, or a black woman doing my hair, the only people allowed to touch my hair are black women who I'm having sex with, or black women who are being paid by me to do my hair. 
And this is free form. You don't do free form. You don't get it retwisted or read nothing. You just moisturize and keep it healthy. So, like, don't touch my hair. It's really that simple. Well, this has been Leroy Furycast episode 104. L-E-R-O-Y-F-U-R-I-O-U-S dot com. L-E-R-O-Y-F-U-R-I-O-U-S with dollar sign in front of it is Cash App. And L-E-R-O-Y-F-U-R-I-O-U-S with a at symbol in front of it is Venmo. Help a brother out if you want to. No pressure. I'm going to get it by any means necessary. Leroy Furycast, episode 104, Whales and Bears. That's it. Whales and bears and filming. Non-consensual filming? Nah, just whales and bears. Yeah, Leroy Furycast, episode 104. Episode 104, Whales and Bears. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. And Kimbo Slice. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Furious. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch.